Welcome to Uncle Form Podcast. This is a 30-ish minute podcast created to celebrate and showcase diversity within Black Male Thought. I'm Darius Watkins. Yep, I'm Ryan Thomas. Hey man, and we are here momentarily. Yes, we are here. We are back, man. It's been a long break, man. Uh, when was the last time we recorded? May? Yeah, man. I, th- I think the last time an episode was released was in May. Um, and just so y'all know, just so y'all know, to be perfectly clear, this is not the continuation of weekly episodes right now. So I just want to say that before y'all get confused about anything. But we did want yeah, to check yeah, in yeah. with y'all. Uh, we did want to check in with y'all, give y'all some updates and just chop it up for a minute. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, man. It's been a uh, summer. And you know what? It's been a hot summer, man. You know, living down here in Memphis, uh, it's been like 100 something degrees. You know, it's been a lot of sweat, a lot of, uh, you know, just trying to stay cool. But also it's just been like a, a challenging summer for me, man. The heat's been on. So in, in more than one way, it's been hot on my end, man. You know, I want to get into that a little bit, but I guess I'll I'll ask you first. How's your summer been, man? man you know, uh, first of all, it's over. Uh, by the time this episode is released, I will be back in school uh, officially with kids and we will be at 100% capacity. So Whew. it is over. Um, it's definitely over. That's, that's how my summer has been. Uh, but with that being said, man, you know, um, Joy and I went to Cancun for our one year anniversary. Um, and then and for, for those who don't know, Joy is my wife, obviously. Uh, but also I had my basketball camps this summer. We did three camps. It was our best camps thus far. So thank you to everybody who participated in any way, shape or form. Um, so, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just learning, just trying to learn as much as I can and try to soak in as much as I can while we while we had this little break. Yeah. But yeah, man. So like for me, you know, um, we were at a Bible study, um, you know, last week and we were talking about patience and endurance at this Bible study and you were there. Hey, shout out to uh, Recap. Yeah, shout out to Recap. But no, no, we, during this Bible study, we were going through the book of Revelation and uh, we were just talking about, and we were just getting started really, but we were talking about patience and endurance that's found in the first chapter um, in kind of an introduction. And, you know, man, that really spoke to me just because I feel like that's been required of me of uh, over the last few months, just like, man, mm-hmm. my life has been kind of like a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Man, I've been going through a lot of different things and like, man, not really knowing exactly what to do um, other than, you know, pray and, and things of that nature. Like you always do reach out to God about your problems and things of that nature. But, you know, man, the question that's been going through my mind is like, what what do you do if you pray for a week and nothing changes? Or if you pray for a month and nothing changes, or if you pray for two, three months, whatever, and you don't feel like there's any any change happening, you know, and I feel like that's what that's what God's kind of been speaking to me about, like, man, you know, and I actually listened to uh, this old Dunham McClurkin song that people may know called Stand. Mm. Uh, after you've done all you can, you just stand, right? Mm. And like, what does that mean to me? What that means to me is basically like, man, you know, there may be seasons of life where you don't feel like you're getting any like movement forward. You feel stagnant. Mm-hmm. You may not feel like you have victory. You don't mm-hmm. feel like God is actually like listening and things of that nature. And one thing that's kind of like resonating with me is like, man, you know, one thing the devil can't really handle is patience and endurance. Like he wants you to act out of your emotions quickly. You know, the stress he's putting on you, he wants you to mm-hmm. act quickly. Yeah, he's putting that stress on you so you can respond and do something negative, but mm-hmm. he can't really do anything when you're patient and you endure, when you pray, 
and you wait on God, you pray, you seek God's word, you know, and you just stand, you know? And so like, that's been, that's been kind of going through my heart lately. It's just like, every season's not beautiful. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Every season's not easy, mm-hmm. but what we have, and, and in Revelation 1, it says we have patience and endurance through Jesus, mm-hmm. right? So it's through Jesus that we have this. So like, you know, it's been like a, it's been challenging uh, last couple of months for me and, you know, um, you know, for my family and things of that nature, but we are standing and we are enduring. And so I'm hoping that that'll be a word for somebody who's listening, you know, that maybe who knows what, what people are going through. I know people are dying, getting mm-hmm. sick and things of that nature from COVID and you know, people are also dealing with their own issues with money and things of that nature from the economy and all these things. You know, um, I think they've been talking about the uh, eviction moratorium. If I said that word right. Um, being extended and moratorium. Thank you. Um, people people trying to get, uh, trying to stay in their homes and things of that nature. So it's been stressful. But uh, I just want to encourage everybody, man, we can stand. We can patiently endure. And that's what we're called to do. And so, yeah. Yeah, and I think that like that's one of the, um, and I, and I don't know how long we gotta talk about this either, but I think that's like one of the um, major things um, that relates to like Christianity is like it doesn't promise that everything will be better, but it does promise that like <laughs> you got God, so like and, and you got a God that cares cares about you and loves you. Um, I can think about this summer when I was uh, prepping for three camps, and it had to be like halfway through the summer where I was like, damn, man, I hope kids show up right now. I got like this many kids signed up, you know? And like with my camp, like I'm pretty much doing like all the legwork. So calling parents, doing this, not getting responses, getting rejection, all these things, so, for, uh, so on and so forth. I can do as much as I want to do as it relates to like the preparing for camp. But at the end of the day, I cannot make you come to camp. I cannot make you do any of these things. So at some point, right. it had to right. get to the point where I was like, okay, I've done everything I can do. Whatever happened is going to happen. Like at that point. So and fortunately, yeah. like, fortunately, like this was like the even post COVID. Um, I won't say post COVID, even post COVID of 2020. That's what I say. Um, yeah. Even even during that time. And, and I'm talking about July, uh, June, July, j- just so you guys know. But during that time, like we had the most campers that we've ever had. But at the mm. end of the day, I could have kept stressing. I could have kept being concerned. I could have kept getting angry about things that I can get angry about. Um, but ultimately I couldn't change. Would they have done any good? No. And right. like, it kind of just taught me patience, like in that capacity. Uh, so like my wife who frequently like asked me about stuff like that, just like in check-ins and stuff like that, she may ask me about it. Um, and I think that the first few times I expressed like trepidation, uh, fear of it not going the way I wanted it to go. Um, and just like all these people who are financially investing in camp, which we did for the first time, uh, all those people, mm-hmm. I want, I want to go well. And like, fortunately it did, but at the end of the day, I did my part, which is the work, but now I got to have faith, right? Right, right, like, right, right. Because everybody said, like, people usually do one or the other. People do all works and no faith or all faith and no works, bro. I'm sorry. You can pray for a job as much as you want to. If you don't do application, it's probably not going to happen. I'm just letting you know. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, But I know that one thing, I know one thing that you talked about in pre-meeting that you wanted to talk about, and um, ironically, it's probably something that I was going to talk about, too was uh, Naomi Osaka and Simone Biles. Yeah, yeah, man. You know, I'm actually like, so at this point, the Olympus is getting ready to wrap up. Um, I don't know when this is going to release, but uh, I I love what, (laughs) 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 to be honest, man, I don't even, I can't even name about three athletes in the Olympics other than the basketball, NBA players, but uh, that's neither here nor there. 
um, Naomi Osaka and Simone Biles made me really proud this summer, man. Um, you know, they basically, I think Naomi was doing, uh, it was a an open that she was doing, maybe Wimbledon or something like that, mm-hmm. or it was another big major. And she just was like, hey, you know what? I'm not mentally in the right place to do this. And I can't continue on. I, I need to take a break. And, you know, people gave backlash and things of that Pops. nature. Yeah. Pops. One thing I want to say is that yeah. she first withdrew from interviews because she wanted to get in the right mental space. And Wimbledon threatened to find her for that. So then after okay. Wimbledon threatened to find her, that's when she said, you know what? I'm out. Got you, got you. Yeah, thanks for that clarification. Yeah, yeah. So it started off with the interviews, mm-hmm. you know, and and you know they they are like obligated to do these interviews uh, apparently, and she's just like, I can't do it. You know, I don't have the mental. I'm not in the right place to be sitting in front of all these cameras, asking all these, answering all these questions and things of that nature. So she re- withdrew from that. Wimbledon tried to punish her, and she was like, you know what? I'm just gonna withdraw from the whole thing for right now. And then Simone Biles did the same thing at the Olympics. She was just like. You know, I know my ma- I know my mind. I know my body. I know that I'm not in a safe place to be doing flips and things of that nature. It's really dangerous. And I'm also going to take a mental health break. And what I like about that is, like, I don't think we necessarily knew what that was, you know, 20 years ago in, in the Black community. You know, I don't think we knew what it meant to need a mental health break. It was almost like, you know, you know, get rich or die trying was the mindset and, like, Sleep when you're dead was the mindset. And yeah. like, you know, hustle, 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 grind, grind, grind. And, and it's like, man, that's actually like, that could be devastating to your whole life. That could devastate your entire life having that mindset if you don't take mm-hmm. time to like regroup yourself mentally. So like, man, you know, I love the fact that in 2021, we have these young girls, I think they're both like 24, 23, somewhere in there, mm-hmm. being able to have that kind of like, conversation with the entire world to say like hey i know i'm an athlete i know that this is how i make my money i know that these things are important to everybody else but what's important mm-hmm. to me is mm-hmm. my mental health yeah <laughs> okay yeah you can't, do, uh-huh. you can't do anything without good mental health bro you can't do anything in life without good mental health so salute to them man hats off to them for what they did hey, i love it hey that's real um and I know that may not, may not necessarily be relatable to some people but just because you're not millionaires. So you can't, you know what I'm saying? Just like take a break from work for two straight weeks. Like you can't do that. But what you can do is like maybe maybe eat better. What you can do is maybe save up some money and go to a spot and get a treatment. What you can do is maybe find somebody to watch your watch your kid, um, whatever the case may be, and you have a day to yourself or time to yourself to be able to reflect. Either way, I do think right. that you have to be active in uh, the battle of mental health because it, it is a daily battle um, and it's and something that's easily overlooked. But it's one of those things where it's going to come, come out one way or another. So it may come out like depression. It may come out um, like you being um, despondent. It may come out like you being, empath- I'm, I'm sorry, not empathetic, but apathetic. Um, or it may yeah, come yeah, out yeah. like you literally losing or gaining weight. Either way, it's going to come out in some way, shape or form. So, so that is important to mention. You don't know this, Ryan, but I was actually just watching episode two of Naomi Osaka's documentary uh, right before we started this. So um, okay. it, was, it was really cool to see, like, literally see her mindset on some of these things. But also, like, as I, as I look back on the summer, I think about Naomi Osaka, what she did. You think about Simone Biles, what she did. Um, you think about um, Shakari Richardson and the way that she didn't know how to handle her mom's death because she didn't know her mom. 
um, very well, or they, they didn't have the best relationship. So she turned to weed. Um, right. Unfortunately, right. like it ended up being like she's completely right or completely wrong. I think the truth is probably somewhere in the middle, but it is mm -hmm. a conversation about mental health. Um, and then you also see um, Nicole Hannah Jones, the professor at North Carolina, um, who won a Pulitzer Prize um, and who started the 1619 Project, a project mm. for uh, New York Times, but they denied her tenure because big donors didn't want her to have tenure. So she ended up leaving. Um, but what that, right. does, what that does reflect is that like for black women, this has been a rough, 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 rough year and a half. Yeah, yeah, whether, yeah, yeah. Whether it be due to civil unrest, whether it be due to um, fears as it relates to COVID or anything like that, like this has been a trying year for Black women. And now that we see it happening on the highest level, what does it look like on the lowest level? Like, what does it look like right. to like the, the Black woman that's in your church that you don't talk to frequently or doesn't necessarily have a voice at your church or in your office or whatever the case may be? Um, so I think that that's like one thing mm -hmm. that does stand out is that it, it a lot, a lot of times these things are symptomatic of bigger issues and more broad yeah. issues. So now that we know that this is almost like a theme, then like, how do we react to it? And yeah. I mean, honestly, it would take a black woman on the podcast to be able to have that conversation. Mm -hmm. And fortunately, we're going to have some, a couple of dope black women on the podcast this season. We're not saying their names right now, but I am excited to interview them and I am excited to hear their perspective on that. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And man, I love talking to black women, bro. Black women are like, honestly, you know, whether or not you're a man, if you're a black man or whatever, you have to admit like black women are the bedrock of the black community, man. They really are. Your moms, your grandma, they always going to be there taking care of the family. So, and then, you know what? I'll add one more person too, Sanaa Lathan. Sanaa Lathan. Mm -hmm. uh, she, she recently was talking about her substance abuse issues that she's had. She said that uh, she decided to stop drinking and she stopped drinking for three years. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason why was because she realized uh, that it was really having a chem chemical effect on her brain, mm -hmm. which was causing her to have like issues with uh, anxiety, you know, depression, perception, memory, all these things. So like, yeah, it, it's definitely been like black women definitely speaking up about these types of things that they're dealing with. And I, I really salute them. I take my hat off to them because that takes a lot of courage, you know, to be able to say like, hey, this is something I'm dealing with and this is how I got through it. I don't know if you remember this, but like maybe like two years ago, maybe not, it might have been like three at this point. Mm -hmm. Sanaa Lathan was accused of biting Beyonce. Do you remember that? <laughs> no. No, I don't. <laughs> all right. Not at all. But everybody that's listening, if you don't remember this story, it was all over the place. Just Google Sanaa Lathan bites Beyonce and you'll see that story. And maybe that's when the turnaround happened. Who knows? But she she was basically at a party or something and she ended up biting Beyonce because she thought it'd be cute. And uh, Beyonce was like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. And Beyonce is like low-key weird too. Like I feel like yeah, she's Beyonce. a socially awkward person. So to bite like the is. most socially awkward person like at the party more than likely, it's like... Right, right. No, it's not cute. <laughs> Not not cute at all. I bet mean, Beyonce was like really scared out of her mind at that moment. But getting back to the seriousness of it, though, I think it's definitely definitely important for everybody to do those mental health check ins, and that's been that's been good, man. One joy that I've been having this summer, though, like YouTube is just a time capsule for mm -hmm. music, right? Mm -hmm. Pretty much any song that you used to like or like, you can pretty much find it on YouTube, and so. Man, this summer I've just been trying to find as many music videos that I can that I can 
for songs that I've liked and I've just been watching them. Mm-hmm. And man, uh, I've been watching like uh, Michael Jackson, Blame It on the Boogie videos and things of that nature. Classic. Uh, classic. Classic with the Jackson 5. That's a Jackson 5. And then like, mm-hmm. uh, I, I determined it within myself to learn uh, Never Too Much by Luther Vandross, which is like a, mm-hmm. another classic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never mm-hmm. too much, never too much. Never. Yeah. Right, that's, enough. that's enough of that. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's like, I wanted to learn it. I was like, I'm going to learn this. So I was watching the video and I was like, this is this is all just good. It's like a time capsule. You know, mm-hmm. YouTube is a musical time capsule. So like, man, just being able to kind of have the freedom to, to listen to music. I love music. I love music videos. I love finding new music too. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I've been on, man. You know, it's, it's been a it's been a good summer. I know you you getting back to work. Um, uh, and I'm just now getting like established with the job. So we're uh, after the pandemic, I was I wasn't working for like a year. And um uh, so just getting back established with work and so i think both of us are going to be kind of a little bit busier but we're going to be able to uh, work it out with this podcast for sure 100 um and i think something i've been joyful about um or something that's giving me joy is joy uh my wife um hey <laughs> and it's a bar hey. Hey, hey but with that being said man you know uh just being a, a year into marriage and whatnot is so much easier to love someone when you can admit like what your thoughts are and also try to meet their needs, like whatever that may be. So like, that's definitely been like something that I've been super joyful about. Um, and then just like some financial goals. Um, we'll probably do an episode on finances so or on, on money um, as a whole. So I'll save that for then, but just getting closer and closer to, to like reaching like one of my bigger goals, um, just so that we can, as a couple, like do some things that we want to do. So very close. Um, and yeah, those have been things for joy. What are you most looking forward to this season man i'm looking forward to uh just the interviews man my favorite thing about uncle form podcast is like i love talking to you about different issues but i really love getting people on the podcast to give us different perspectives um i love talking to um people that that don't have the same viewpoint as me mm-hmm. you know like i like talking to people that come from a different background or if they had a different life experience you know, um, because th- that's how I build my empathy. You know, I- I'm always interested in building my empathy, learning and putting myself in the shoes of other people, you know, experiencing life from their standpoint. And so those interviews are really good. I- that's what I'm-, I'm looking forward to the most. And I guess we'll start rolling out who-, who we're gonna have here in a moment. But as of right now, that's what I'm excited about. Yeah. What um, about you? Yeah, I think just um, growing the podcast and like that may not look like more viewers. That may just look like different viewers or uh, con- more consistent viewers who know who we are um, and can kind of like relate to us. Because like when I listen to Troops Table, like I know every- I know like kind of everybody's story. So it's easier for me to listen to and it's easier for me to like navigate through some of the nuance of the conversation. Um, I'm, so I'm looking forward mm-hmm. for I'm looking forward for growth in that capacity. It'd be nice if we had more more listeners, um, but like that's not necessarily like something that I'm going to like bank on, you know what I'm saying? Um, and yeah. also, I'm just looking forward to just um, being able to be more inclusive with um, with guests um, and also with just with just like the conversations that we have and like the way we structure our conversations. I think that we're in a really good right. spot. Um, but to be clear, we're not going to like we're not going to release content unless we feel like it's like good content. There's been times where we've scrapped whole episodes before and, and record them again. Um, and, yeah. we, and, and Lord willing, we won't have to, but if we do, 
then we'll do it. Uh, so right. forward to like the content consistently getting better and us just continuing to build in that capacity um, and just having real conversations. Uh, I think that one thing we talked about was like maybe, so just so y'all know, maybe like changing like the intro statement, the mission statement, whatever you want to call it, uh, to make mm-hmm. it sound a little bit more inclusive. We have not 100% landed on that, but if you're listening at this point, then you are a stakeholder because you've been listening for about 28 minutes. Um, and if you think mm-hmm. we absolutely should not change it, then let us know. But I mm-hmm. think that like we can sh- we can shift it a little bit, just a few words to make it sound a little bit more inclusive, just so people know like more about us. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I also would love to uh, get some input more this season from our followers on Instagram. Yep. Uh, you know, if you have any content that you would like us to discuss, if you have questions you would like us to tackle, I would love to hear um, from people on Instagram and things of that nature. And I, that's our primary social media platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think we have a Twitter, right? We do not. Right now. Yeah, at, okay. At this moment, we do not. Okay. Twitter's kind of ratchet anyway. We might need to stay away from that, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> but, hey, but with that being said, man, um, we really do look forward to uh, rocking with y'all this season. Um, Absolutely. Like a, a specific release down this season, but we do know that we expect this season to start within the, within the next month. Um, so today is, what's today? The 8th? August 8th? The 8th. So, August so, 8th. We, so we do expect to have next season started by September 8th, um, if not sooner. So with that being said, yeah, yeah. Like, um, just hey, keep rocking with us. Let us know what you would like to hear from this season, any topics, anything like that. We would love to have your input, and we would also love to just meet your needs um, as well as just hear from y'all. Yeah, and, and follow us at Unconformed Podcast on Instagram. Yeah, on IG. And, you know, that's all we got. Hey, but if you want to shoot us an email, at unconformedpodcast at gmail.com. But with that being yep, said, yep. with that being said, we will talk to you guys very, very soon. I'm Darius Watkins. I'm Ryan Thomas. Hey, season four, coming soon. <laughs>